the most important part of your podcast episodes is the first five minutes. While it might just be a fraction of the total episode, it's the first impression that you make on listeners for both your loyal fan base of listeners who are there every single episode and for first timers, people who are hearing your podcast for the very first time. And as you set the tone for the episode in those first few minutes, you make a promise to listeners. If you listen to this entire episode, this is what's going to happen. This is what you'll learn. This is what you'll hear. And if listeners aren't interested in that promise or that hook, then they'll just stop listening. And if we can't deliver on the promise, then they won't come back for the next episode. So how do we make our podcast intros as captivating as possible? to make a good first impression, and to engage our listeners through to the end of the episode. Well, in this episode of Better B2B Podcasts, I'm going to share with you five of the most common types of podcast intros. We'll talk about their advantages, their disadvantages, and I'm going to play for you examples from top business podcasts so that you can hear what they sound like and maybe decide what to try on your next episode of your podcast Without any further ado, let's get into this episode. So as we talk through five of the most common types of podcast intros, like I mentioned earlier, I'm going to be playing some examples from podcasts that are in the top 200 charts on Apple Podcasts for business podcasts so that you can hear what I'm talking about. And as you listen, what I'd say is that maybe you should think about how inclined you are to go listen to that podcast. How effective is this kind of intro at actually engaging you and piquing your interest and encouraging you to listen to the rest of this podcast episode? So the first, certainly most common kind of podcast intro that I want to share with you is something that I would call the copy and paste intro. This is when you take a music file and a voiceover, mix them together, and copy it onto the start of every single podcast episode. Let's listen to the start of an episode from a podcast called Data Driven by Story IQ. This is what you hear when you press play on one of these episodes. data-driven podcast and I hear everything production in this podcast we explore how to transform your company and career through data-driven decision-making want to become a data storytelling aficionado then sit back relax and get ready to unlock the true potential of your data here's the host of the data-driven podcast Dominic Bohan welcome to the data-driven podcast where we dive deep into getting more value from our business data. Whether you're a data professional, leader, or just curious about developing data skills, the Data Driven Podcast is here to guide you on your journey. I'm your host and the co-founder of Story IQ, Dominic Bohan. All right, Sarah, thanks for joining us on the Data Driven So obviously it starts really high quality. What this podcast has done is they've taken an awesome music track, they've hired a professional voiceover artist to do the intro, and then from there, they have the host do a regular copy and paste intro. And then as we step into the actual conversation, we see another shift in audio tone, audio quality. 
the advantages with this kind of intro, obviously it's really easy, really straightforward, and it is really common. So listeners are expecting this. They're familiar with this. It feels comfortable. And it's easy to keep that consistent branding, that consistent sonic branding from episode to episode. Make sure that you are always letting listeners know what the podcast is about, who it's by, what they can expect, who the host is, all that kind of stuff. And this kind of intro, I think, used to be best practice. Everybody used to do this, I think, as inspiration from the radio industry. I think a lot of podcasts just took this kind of radio style intro into their content, which is why I think it's still so common is just it's used to be best practice. So people are still doing it a lot. But this kind of intro is the reason why streaming platforms like Netflix and Disney Plus and Peacock all give us a skip intro button for their TV shows. I don't need to watch the office intro every single episode. I've already seen it and I just want to get to the content. But podcast players don't give us a skip intro button. So when listeners binge your back catalog of episodes or follow along for a weekly podcast, they're forced to sit through this copy and pasted intro. So yes, it's consistent. Yes, it can be very high quality. Yes, it's easy to do, but maybe it sounds redundant. And after a few episodes, your listeners are going to be wishing that they had that skip intro button. And from there, we'll move into what I'd say is probably the second most common kind of intro for a B2B podcast. And this is what I would call the teaser. So when you take a snippet from later on in the episode and add it to the start to give listeners an idea of what happens later on in the conversation, sometimes we'll even edit together different chunks, different parts maybe add some music, some sound design, make it really cool and engaging just to let listeners know this is what's happening later in the episode. You should stick around to hear this. And here's what it sounds like in context. A big podcast that does this a lot is Diary of a CEO. This is from episode number 113 with Jordan Peterson. Here's what you hear when you click play. If you want to know something about yourself, sit on your bed one night and say, what's one thing I'm doing wrong that I know I'm doing wrong, that I could fix, that I would fix? You meditate on that, you'll get an answer. And it won't be one you want, but it'll be the necessary one. When you're trapped, some of it's your own inadequacy. What you can do to begin with is every bloody thing you possibly can do to put yourself in the most virtuous and powerful negotiating position possible. Wherever I go in the world, people come up to me and they often have a pretty rough story to relate. It's an awful thing because you see, even in the revelation of their triumph, the initial depth of their despair. So I wouldn't change that, but it's not nothing. It's certainly not just happiness. It's better than happiness, but it's almost unbearable. Quick one. Can you do me a favor if you're listening to this? So perhaps this kind of intro leaves you thinking, wow, I should listen to this whole episode so that I can hear all of these different parts of the episode or so that I can get to this part or that part or because this is really interesting. But perhaps it's a little bit jarring. Maybe the editing feels weird. The quotes feel out of context. Maybe it's a just abrupt way to start an episode. 
I think one thing that they're doing very well for Diary of a CEO is incorporating music and sound effects just to keep things interesting and engaging and to let listeners know that this is separate from the rest of the episode. This is something different. This is a teaser for the rest of the conversation. So if I had to offer best practices for this kind of intro that can work very well, make sure that the content that you're putting into this teaser is actually really interesting and engaging and also encapsulates the best parts of this episode and the key messaging in this episode. Otherwise, you won't deliver on the promise that you're making. The episode will be something totally different than maybe what you're indicating it's going to be in these first few seconds. And also adding music and sound design and editing together different parts from the episode can make it really engaging and captivating and give listeners a reason to listen to the rest of the episode. The third intro that I want to share with you is what I would just call the host intro. This is where your host records a message usually after the conversation has been recorded for an interview style podcast to introduce the episode, to introduce the guest. Maybe share some highlights from the episode that the host found were particularly impactful or valuable. Here's an example of what this sounds like. This is what you hear when you press play on Simon Sinek's A Bit of Optimism podcast. This is from episode number 52. I met Jeremy Deutsch a whole bunch of years ago, and one thing which you will soon find out, he is wonderful. <laughs> He's a character. He is also a bottomless pit of American presidential information and trivia. <laughs> so for this President's Day, I thought to bring my friend Jeremy on to teach us all a thing or two about our past presidents and some of their strange habits. This is a bit of optimism. I can't tell you how excited I have been to talk to you. You're one of my favorite people. To so what Simon Sinek does in this little clip is he masterfully sets up the tone for the episode. This is going to be a fun, intriguing episode. And he does a great job setting up that curious kind of tone. We want perhaps to listen to what this guest has to say about presidential history and this trivia that he knows. This could work very well for your podcast, especially if your audience has a great rapport with your host, especially if your host has a great personality and is a great presenter. This can be a very effective way of setting up the tone for the episode, setting up the credibility of the guests that you're bringing on. The biggest caution that I would share with you is that it's really easy to make this very long host might want to share two or three or four minutes at the start, which might not be a terrible thing. But if a lot of that is kind of just rambling or little side comments, then the listeners might start to get disengaged from the beginning. And especially then if the start of the actual conversation is redundant, like if your host shares the background of the guest and then in the first 30 seconds of talking with the guest says, the exact same thing, that's going to be really redundant and it's going to be really hard for your audience to engage when they've heard this twice now. So best practice, make it really punchy, really clear and avoid any kind of redundancy that might cause your audience to disengage from the get-go. The fourth intro that I want to share with you maybe is actually the absence of an intro. Instead of 
recording a host message or even a copy and pasted intro or even using some kind of teaser from later on in the episode. In this fourth intro that I'm sharing with you, we literally just dive right in. Here's a really great example of a couple of podcasters doing this very well. This is Colin and Samir in their podcast, Creator Support. Here's what you hear when you press play on an episode about AI YouTubers. So it feels like the fear is AI is going to replace us as humans. And that has been mostly kind of unfounded so far. Well, I think the fear, the real fear comes when you think about AI becoming sentient, like having feelings, having emotions. Yes, yes. I know we're, we're about to get deep into Quebblecop right yeah. now, but I was watching one of his videos and there's a moment. Where so they start with a quick sound effect hit, but dive right into the conversation. They don't lollygag at all, which is perhaps even easier than the copy and paste intro. In this case, I imagine they kind of know what that first few seconds of conversation is going to look like. And it is meant to set up the rest of the conversation that they're having, but it's pretty much unscripted. It's just diving right into the conversation. This is awesome to make sure that you're not wasting your listeners time, especially when you've put a little bit of thought into what that start of the conversation is going to look like. Super punchy, super clear, very concise, and you're going to avoid wasting your listeners time. The only danger here is that it's maybe too abrupt too unclear. And if your audience isn't very familiar with who you are or what the podcast is about or what your goal is or why they should listen, then it can be maybe jarring and weird and they might feel out of place and not know that this is a podcast for them. But if your content is really clear and punchy, in theory, they'll be able to pick that up right from the get-go and they'll be interested in what you have to share for the rest of the episode. And the last, but certainly not least, intro for podcasts that I want to share with you is definitely the least common in B2B podcasts, but probably the most common in narrative style podcasts and even TV shows, which is starting with an opening segment. So this works so well in story heavy podcasts because it functions as the first chapter of the story. Rather than the first few minutes being there by necessity or being strapped together in post-production, we might define an opening segment as a written and planned portion of the episode designed to be a captivating beginning of the story. Then often when we're ready to transition into the bulk of the episode, we add some kind of audible transition like sound effects or music, something like that. But this opening segment functions as chapter one rather than Teasing to chapter three or letting people know what the whole book is about, we are starting our episode with the very first part of the story, often to introduce the setting or introduce characters or present a question or a problem that the podcast episode is going to solve. This opening segment can be so helpful in engaging your audience from the get-go. By way of example, this is something that we kind of do for better B2B podcasts, I have the advantage of this being a solo style podcast, so I can write in what my hook is for the episode. Usually I'm introducing some kind of concept or setting or characters or details or problem. And then from that position, leaning into the rest of the content after just a few seconds of music from the end of that opening segment. 
But another example of an awesome business podcast that does this very well is in the Economics of Everyday Things podcast. Here's what you hear when you press play on one of their recent episodes. In 2012, a small audience of real estate investors gathered in a conference room in Colorado to learn about a lucrative opportunity. We'll be together the next three days with just one goal. And that's Skipping forward a little bit. And I then had to evict her for non-payment. I had to do something. For the Freakonomics Radio Network, this is the Economics of Everyday Things. I'm Zachary Crockett. Today, mobile home parks. At the dawn of the automobile industry in the 1920s... What the team for economics of everyday things does so masterfully in the first two minutes of this episode is they introduce characters, they introduce setting, and they let you know what this entire episode is going to be about, what question they're asking and answering in this episode. Right towards the end of that opening segment, they introduce the podcast and the host by reincorporating their theme music and just bringing it back to uh, what the podcast is and who it might be for. So within a short amount of time, they've introduced all of this context and setting, hopefully so that you are engaged to listen to the entire thing. The challenge here, obviously, is that it takes the most work. It's probably the hardest to accomplish, especially in maybe an interview style setting. This works especially well when the entire podcast episode incorporates music and sound design and narrated interview. This helps to set the tone and the atmosphere for the rest of the episode and hook listeners right away. And in closing, these aren't all of the ways that you can start a podcast episode. There's a lot of ways that podcasts combine or adjust any of the above intros, and there's a lot of other ways that I haven't even mentioned in this recording. There's no way of saying which one of these is definitively best for your podcast, So the best advice that I can give you is to experiment with what feels right, get feedback from your audience, and constantly refine so that your intro hooks are captivating and help your audience stick through to the end of the episode. So that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope it was valuable to you. You can connect with me on LinkedIn or shoot me an email at jared at inphasemedia.co. Come back next week. We'll talk more about how you can level up your B2B podcast. And until next time, thank you for listening to this episode of Better B2B Podcasts. Podcasts.